0: I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it nah, I can't help it nah, I can't help it. I like a I can't help it. I like a Alright, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics fall to the Milwaukee Bucks 101-89 in the Eastern Conference semifinals game one. This was an ugly game through and through. Uh, with that being said, going to follow the podcast, same as usual. Run through player of the game run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Unlike a lot of the podcasts recently, uh, there are going to be more negatives than there are positives to take from tonight. Uh, so I'm going to try to keep this one short. I don't want to go on and on about all of the things that this is wrong, uh, but I will touch on them uh, in what needs to be fixed going into game two here. Uh, to get things started, want to give player of the game to Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is the only Celtic starter that had a positive plus minus in today's game, plus three. And while the shooting numbers weren't spectacular, only three of 11, one of six from three, it's not like he went out and took a bunch of shots and missed a bunch. Uh, He stayed within himself. He took open corner threes, just missed them, like everyone else on the team. But you look at the rest of his game, uh, six assists, two steals. He also took two huge charges, Uh, defensively, he was so good. Like, so good. He made so many Marcus Smart effort plays tonight. Uh, And when he went down with that uh, stinger to his arm, I thought it was going to be bad. Uh, Fortunately, he came back immediately. Started the third quarter, as did Time Lord. Uh, So, again, not that big of a deal. But... Uh, overall, like, you just need more. Marcus Smart played a solid game, but it wasn't great, right? Like, the fact that I'm saying he was okay, like, he was 3 of 11 from the field in his player of the game, that's tough. But really, like, I thought overall it was a solid game for him. The rest of the team just didn't really show up. You had Al Horford. He was the other guy, I think, that played really well. I thought Al Horford tonight was excellent. 12 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, 4 of 11 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, uh, and great game defensively. He's another one that very well could be player of the game right alongside Marcus Smart. Uh, so solid game for him. Honestly, like I don't think that there was anything that he did wrong all day. Like Defensively against Giannis, was excellent like fantastic they showed a stat uh midway through the game and they he had Giannis held to like three of ten from the field with like three turnovers when Al Horford was the primary defender so he went out there and did his thing like he played really well today uh and it's just it's it sucks because no one else did and I mean that, like, honestly, past Marcus Smart and Al Horford, I don't think anyone else had a good game. Like, we saw Derek White come out. It was a tale of two halves for Derek White. He was absolutely abysmal in the first quarter, but turned it up. Honestly, I thought second second half, Derek White played pretty well. Defensively, he was pretty solid. Uh, offensively, he actually got a couple things going to the rim. Uh but other than that, like it wasn't a complete game for him. He played horrible in the first half. Uh, but listen, I want to talk about the Celtics defense here because this was this was one solid note for the Celtics. This is the only good thing that you can really take from today's game. Giannis was nine of twenty-five from the field. He had a triple double today, so clearly solid game. But nine of twenty-five from the field, the Celtics. Did a really good job of making life really hard for him. There were a couple times today where he got downhill and usually gets an easy layup in transition. The Celtics smothered him. Forced him to make these tough shots. And he missed a lot of them. And they also put him to the line a bunch. 6 of 11 from the free throw line today. Like We know that he's not a historically good free throw shooter. He has shot better this season. Uh, right around 70%, but this is not a, a strength of his. And I think the fact that he was 6 of 11 shows that the defense really had him working. Uh, because realistically, like 9 of 25 from the field shows you that the Celtics defense played at a high level. There's no Chris Middleton tonight. And obviously, he's a Celtics killer. He's a guy that goes out there, plays with as much intensity as you can ask for, defensively is great, and is the best shot maker on their team. However, other guys stepped up. And I've tweeted about this. I've talked about it on the Facebook group. The Milwaukee Bucks are a complete team. You talk about taking out Kevin Durant, taking out Kyrie Irving out of some of those games against the Nets. That team implodes because they have nobody else. This Milwaukee Bucks team is filled with guys that know how to play the game. Brooke Lopez, solid player. Bobby Portis, solid player. Jeru Holiday, potential all-star type player. Very good, right? Wesley Matthews, solid. Okay, I mean, I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say he's great, but he's okay, right? But then you have guys like Pat Connaughton, And Grayson Allen that can both go out and just shoot, shoot well. Pack on it in two of four from the free throw line, uh, from three. Grayson Allen, three of six from three. So they have a complete team. Defensively, we still held them to 101 points. That part, super solid. Super solid. Uh, And when I talk about the negatives here, you'll see how solid the fact that we held them to one oh one really is. Because we gave up so many points off of turnovers, off of second chance points, uh, that it's, it's laughable. It's laughable if you're a Bucs fan. It's not laughable if you're a Celtics fan. It's, it's, it's horrible, actually. But this is the Celtics defense playing at a pretty high level still tonight. Like, this Milwaukee Bucks, historically, one of the worst Game 1 teams in the NBA. They really, really struggle on a lot of Game 1s. So you really would have loved to have seen the Celtics come out with a big victory here. Uh, They couldn't do it. They just could not put together four quarters. Uh, Honestly, they couldn't really put together a quarter quarter. Like, they outscored the Bucks 24-22 in the third quarter. And part of that was because we got Giannis into foul trouble. And they started attacking a little bit more. But they did not do it consistently. And that's where I want to transition. I'm sorry. I know that was a very short segment about the positives of today's game. But anybody that watched it knows that there are not a lot of positives to take from it. So I want to dive into some of the negatives and figure out what we need to do come game two to turn things around. Before I do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the first round with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, place the same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs, and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I want to tell you a little bit about my favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States and extensively third-party tested for quality. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com and use this special promo code for a discount off your purchase. All right, so let's dive into some of the negatives here. Uh, And this is where I want to focus specifically on turnovers. This is something that the Celtics have struggled with a good portion of this season. They've cleaned it up a lot at times. But tonight, 18 turnovers, 27 points off of turnovers. That's how much Milwaukee scored because of our 18 turnovers. That right there is the game in a nutshell, right? We talked about 101 points for the Bucs. That is pretty solid holding them to that right, obviously they're going to get out in transition. They're going to do their thing. They have Giannis, one of the best transition players probably in the history of the NBA, right, super long, super fast, very athletic, right? So this guy, truly Greek freak, right? You need to limit your turnovers against this team because they will get out and they will run. And I think they did a solid job a couple times in transition against Giannis, but if he's not scoring he's also finding guys right so the fact that we gave up 87 or uh, 101 points 27 off of turnovers that's going to put you behind the eight ball 9 times out of 10 right if you eliminated even some of those right that's 74 points that the bucks scored Take away like take away those points off of turnovers. They scored 74 points. That right there is a solid game. You look at what the Celtics have done historically. Teams might score 10. 10 points off of turnovers. They keep it fairly low because the defense is so dialed in. But if you turn the ball over against Milwaukee, they will get out in transition and they will make you pay. And that's exactly what happened today if you clean up that one thing, this is a completely different game. And that's what they need to focus on for game two. Because you look at the rest of today's game, a lot of it comes down to shot making, right? The fact that the Celtics just could not for the life of them, hit a shot. So in order, pecking order, turnovers is the number one issue in today's game. Issue number two is shot making. Nobody could hit anything today. As a team, the Celtics were 33% from the field, 36% from three, which in hindsight, not terrible as a team. But you look at the way that they took their shots, 53-point attempts, 5-0. They took 84 shots as a team. That means they took 34 two-point shots and 53 pointers like that is just horrible horrible numbers and when you look at the way that the Celtics have been playing historically right what are they good at they're good at getting to the rim they're good at drawing fouls they're good at creating shots for others tonight very little of that we saw a lot of just reluctance trying to get to the rim and Milwaukee is a very tough team to do that against, right? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shake this off and say this is strictly on the Celtics. Like the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks roll out a lineup with Giannis, Brooke Lopez, and Bobby Portis. All three are like 6'10 and pretty athletic. Brooke Lopez, not super athletic, right? But he's very good at protecting the rim. Bobby Portis is an absolute pest. Giannis, excellent defender, right? So I get it. I get the reluctance trying to get to the rim, but they need to change that now. There are a couple possessions where Tatum blew past Giannis, got to the rim, got fouled, or got a shot blocked, but we need more of it. I don't care about the blocked shots, right? Stay consistent in driving, You cannot go out against this Milwaukee Bucks team and throw up 50 threes. I don't think that the Celtics are going to shoot as poorly as they did today, the rest of the series anyway. So I'm not like super worried about it, but the game plan needs to matter, right? The Celtics are at their best when they're moving the ball, creating shots for others. A lot of that stems from drive and dish. Right? Tatum drives, dishes it out. Jalen drives, dishes it out. None of them attempted to do it. Marcus Smart, one of the few guys that actually went out there and tried to get into the heart of the defense. Now it didn't work for him all the time. We did see him throw an alley oop to Time Lord. Um, but realistically, we just need more of it. Like we just we need more of it. This isn't enough. And when you lose by double digits in the playoffs, it's pretty easy to look at your two-star guys. We did not have enough help from the Jays today. Like, this is not a good enough performance. We need more. 21 points, six rebounds, six assists for Tatum, but six of 18 from the field. Six of 18. Now, you look at Jalen Brown. 12 points, four of 13 from the field. 12 points is his fewest in a playoff series in or in a playoff game in 3 years. 3 years since 2019. 4 of 13, 3 of 9. But he also had 7 turnovers. Tatum, 3 turnovers. So between the two all-stars, the two best players on this Celtics team, we combined for 10 turnovers and horrible shooting numbers. Right? Like this is just not going to be enough. Like, that's 10 of 31 combined between the two of them and 10 turnovers. That's not going to get it done. You know, Chris Mannix, like, Abby Chin, Chris Forsberg, they were all talking before the broadcast today. Uh, and they essentially said the player that wins the matchup between Tatum and Giannis wins this series. And right now, Giannis completely took the edge over Tatum. Like, this isn't even close. It's just, it's a bad game, right? So when you look at a panic meter, I'm not going to say the panic meter is, is at a 10. It's not even at an eight, I don't think. I really do not think the Celtics are going to go out and shoot this poorly again. Like, I don't think we're going to be 33% from the field again. Like, that, those are horrible numbers. And it extends out past just your, you know, your Jays. We even saw Peyton Pritchard. He got 11 minutes tonight in 11 minutes. He was two of eight from the field. Well, two of eight from three, not even just from the field, but from three, right? So this is a bad performance from him as well. Grant Williams. He was actually solid, I guess, shooting wise, defensively. He was okay. Uh But listen to the words I'm using, like, okay, fine. Like, this is not a Celtics-type performance, right? Like, we got so accustomed to watching Celtics-brand basketball, where they're going out there, they're throwing their bodies for loose balls, they're making plays. There wasn't any of it tonight. And that's what this game comes down to. You can't give up 27 points off of turnovers. You can't have your two stars combine for 10 turnovers. You can't have your two stars combine for 10 of 31 from the field. You can't take 53 point attempts in a game and you certainly cannot shoot 33% from the field. It is a recipe for disaster. You will lose every single game where you go out and put that effort forward. And it's a shame because... The Celtics came in with home court advantage, and they just lost it. Just like that. Now, in the first half, I really thought that the Celtics should have been winning uh, because of turnovers. I was dead convinced that the Celtics, even down 10, were going to come back and win that second half and win the game because it was just a complete light switch. It's night and day. The level of play that we saw today versus – The last four months, not even, not even comparable. So I was, I was convinced. I thought the Celtics were going to make a comeback. I thought they were doing a really solid job defensively, but I thought there were things that needed to be cleaned up, but they didn't clean them up. It was four quarters of just bad basketball for the most part. Uh, And that part's frustrating. So there's a lot of things to clean up. The Celtics play again, uh, Tuesday night. So a little bit less of a break, we don't have to sit here and wait uh, four days for another game. Uh, but the Celtics have a lot of stuff to watch and film. They have a lot of stuff to go over and practice because they need to make a change here. They need to turn things up come game two. But that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Told you I'll keep this short podcast. Don't want to go on and on about how bad the Celtics team was today. Uh, but make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guide make sure to follow our Facebook page Boston Celtics till I die and more importantly make sure to rate and review the podcast that is super important guys make sure everyone else can hear this as well uh, have a good night Celtics fans we will talk to you soon it I'm like a I can't help it I'm like I can't help it I like a I can't help it all nah, like a Celtic.